0: rainy rainy days um on rainy days what what is it that it's a million and one things that you can do you don't have to particularly be in the rain to find some activities of some sort to do um, especially when you off on a rainy day it's just like I mean, I think people hate going to work on a rainy day because it's like it rains and then you have to be in this building for eight some odd hours. And, you know, sometimes if you like me, most people take breaks in their car and it's just like you want to take that leap of faith, that uncalculated risk to sit there and put that key van in your ignition. If you still use keys, I know some of y'all got push to starts. Since y'all so fucking rich. Not hating, just saying. Put pedal to the metal and drive off from your job, especially on a rainy day. I know I do. But on a rainy day when you're off, it's just like, you know, what, what can you possibly do? What is there to do? It's a lot. For instance. You go on to your where you stream your music, or possibly where you listen to your podcast, and you put this on and say, "Hey, look, you will surely put on another episode of Selling No Gimmicks. Back with another episode, right? And you find something to do, whether it's get on computer, make you some money online." <clears throat> Clean up your house. Do some spring cleaning. Sit down, relax. You know, whatever advice that you want to do after 12 or 5, you know, and listen to your boy talk about some topics. Sounds informative, right? To the informed. To the ones that, you know, want to hear about some shit. But, nevertheless though, I'm here to provide that content for your rainy day. How everybody doing? It seems as if too many things are going on at the same time. Chauvin's ass is under the prison. And yet we see a sixteen-year-old girl get shot in the chest four times to protecting herself. In the same breath, we see what men of Blue Lives Matter people sit there and say, "Well, Kaepernick was disrespecting the flag and what it stands for." And yet we see a black man in full. Military uniform get pepper sprayed by the police, like a fucking oxymoron. Like I don't, I don't understand. We have police officers that don't know the weight of a service weapon from a stun gun. Pistols are heavy. Now I'm not going to incriminate myself to sit there and say I might, in my time or two, have picked up one. But, they're heavy. A stun gun is not heavy. With that being said, I'm, 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 it's like, you get get tired of hearing that shit. So you want to, you want to get away from those type of things, but you want to still be informed. I was just telling somebody this a couple days ago it's easy to be fucked up and have your mind on certain things and you know it's some things that you want to get your mind off of like I never understood like back in the day why older people like to watch the news all day I couldn't in this day and age I could not watch the news not for three, four straight hours Uh, You know, when I get older or get up in age, I'm not going to watch CNN for seven straight hours. I'm sorry. I've seen older people do it. It's not going to happen. It's too much sad shit. It's too much. One time, it's too much to intake. It makes you worry. It makes your anxiety anxiety go to like 100. Some wild shit. It's not something that you're supposed to intake. In large quantity. So, with all that being said, for this rainy day because rainy days, you know, it's drab, it's dreary, it's 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 overcast outside. There's no sun. We not, you know, we gonna take a moment of silence to pay respects to the lost lives by the police who are not equipped enough to do their job at a unbiased level. Because they're very biased. Because they think black people are a threat. Um, So for those lost lives we're going to take Ten second moment of silence. Rest in peace. And I promise you, justice will be served. I promise you that. Shelvin was the first sign. We got some more ways to go. Okay. Not bypassing that because it should be something that you keep on your mind and keep informed. form. Lighten it up a little bit today. So, I went to my first wedding. And let me let you know that as a 32-year-old man, um, I believe... I went to a wedding when I was younger. I'm not sure. I don't remember like that. And if I don't remember it like that, then I really don't think I went. Because I remember a lot of stuff when I was young. I don't know why. got like this crazy memory. So I went to my first wedding. And I was nervous as fuck. Like, I'm getting married, right? Like, I'm sitting here like, ugh. Um. Like I'm feeling like grown like, oh shit, this for life. For life. And don't get me wrong, I do respect and understand the commitment, the effort that you put into getting married. Um, the importance of it. Do I feel like the meaning and the thought of marriage gets screwed around and Manipulate a little bit, yes, I do. I am a realist. I am not gonna lie to you. Me um, and a person that I guess you can say love, love, and things like that. You yeah, love relationships, and <sighs> look, hey, man, you think I would want to get married anytime soon? And I do. It's just you know not right now. <laughs> but back to the story at hand. So I went to my first wedding, and. Me being me, if you know me, yours truly, I try to dress to the nines, try to look my best. And I went with my coworker who um, kind of helped me get through it. Because she said she went through a few weddings. And I was like, oh, man, I appreciate it. So I can sit there and get all of my nerves and and constant banter out the way to somebody instead of just being there by myself. So. I'm sitting there, you know, talking to chilling, But still, I'm still nervous. fuck. Like, I'm going, like, I'm walking down the aisle. And, you know, I, I want to have this conversation with somebody, too. So I might branch this whole section of talking about me going to my first wedding and talk about it with one of my female correspondents and get a full thought process of how it feels to go with, like, a significant other to a wedding and how they would feel right after it. Do they feel like, you know, if they're in that certain space with that significant other, do they feel like, okay, when, when it's my turn? But I'm going to save that. So I'm going to this wedding and stuff like that, and once again, still having nerves and everything. I'm sitting here just listening. And in my head, while Wale's matrimony and ushers chorus keep on going in my head like you know there's music already there they playing wedding songs and music and all that but just the matrimony kept playing in my head like a like an mp3 an old mp3 playing you have it on repeat because it's like the newest song back in 06 and it just keep playing and keep playing and keep playing and I'm like, man, what is going on with me? Like, I'm not getting married. It's not me that's getting married. But I'm nervous because I never been to a wedding. I never understood the whole show, the whole thing. But I'm seeing it. And, and and even at like even at my baby shower, I never had something particularly that was centered around me. I'm not an attention-seeking person. So even at my baby shop, when I see a myriad of people in my family and friends and coworkers and everybody celebrating what me and my child mother is having, it's like these people looking at me. I'm nervous. Like I get, the, I don't know. Like I have that anxiety. I don't know to have the light. The eyes, the attention on me, is not something that I generally understand or get. So yeah, when I went to his wedding and seeing my coworker and her husband having to center attention on them. And I know my my, <laughs> my coworker is like that. She's like that around the way New York. You know what I'm saying? Sitting on your steps like Mary J type person. You know what I'm saying? She like... Tough as nails. You know what I'm saying? But she got this person that is like so laid, super laid back, chill. And you can say total opposites, but to me that's like... The good match. It's like... You have the aggressor and then you have the chill person. So when a chill person... Calms the aggressor the aggressor hypes the chill person two chill people not nah, so honest fuck two hype people aggressive as fuck i don't know the match was, to me the match was good it's like a good matchup <laughs> i'm sounding this shit like it's one on one or something like that <laughs> but um man um The attention and, and 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 just the the audience and like family there just it's it's different. <laughs> it's different. to have that attention on you, and of course me with my you know single ass was you know me being a man out of scope. out, okay, look at auntie like ooh okay. Oh this you know sister ah uh, okay I see you yeah hey hi. Ha <laughs> yeah, you're looking nice. None of that was important, though, but I just had to throw that in there for some satire, All right? All right. So, you know, the, the time was coming. Man walked down the aisle, both mothers in tow with him. Great moment. Brad walked down with her father. Great moment. And they having the ceremony and the ceremony and it's quiet and it's like you can hear pin dropping there. Vows being made and you know something like a vow is like you pouring out your so, heart. That's some shit that, you know, if you're a chill person, it is not the easiest thing to do. And if you even if you're an aggressive person, you can you can be able to sit there and speak your mind and be a strong minded person, but to say something that came from the heart is a little different, especially in front of a whole bunch of people. I'm just—I mean—I'm I'm sure most of the No Gamers audience have been to the wedding. I'm—I'm I'm just a new one, you know that. I'm just so new. I'm new to the party. I'm, I'm late to the party, I guess. But it was just different. I was like, hmm. And something, you know, just one too much of so much of a long drawn out thing, but more so just not even getting to the point you made your emphasis on a lot of things and it made it an intimate moment. It hit me a little different. And it was cool and it was new and it was different for me. Now with them you know, this is, this is a new experience for them too. This is not nothing that they used to, I'm sure, but it was just with me, I just took it and I read it different. It was this is for life, so it's a different commitment. A different commitment that somebody can, um, and somebody I can appreciate it's a different commitment and somebody I can understand and it's sacred you work this long to get to this point and then when you come to this point you are gonna do everything in your power to not fuck it up and that's how I, I take that that's how I feel how marriage should be and how it goes so yeah so that experience me for different I went home driving home thinking about that shit for the longest. <laughs> like, damn, why I ain't married? What's wrong with me? Have I found the right one? Just saying. Very different experience. Oh, man. Uh, so, if you ever go to a wedding and if you've only been the one, as a man, you find yourself with these particular thoughts, just revert back to this episode I promise you, I'm going to try to get you through it as best as a guide of some sort. Because the shit hits you different. It's like, you know, sometimes when people go to church, and the chords from certain songs hit you different because it just do. It's like, ooh, oh, okay. That was my little piano sounding rendition, but yeah. It hits you a little different. I don't know. Ugh. Um, A lot of things been going on. A lot of things been going on. Um, I need... Moving forward, I need people to stop trying to get Smurda hemmed up. And I'm going to paint the picture. You know Smurda came out of jail. You know he... Trying to get his life back on track. Remember the first thing I've seen, the first video that i seen, they was trying to get him to drink. He was like, nah, I'm on probation. I can't do that. If you can't respect the man for sitting there doing that after being in seven years in jail, not a drink, not a woman. Got to do things that he don't want to do. Being in order to do things that he has to do. You really think you really think that this man ain't gonna jeopardize anything and sit there and go back to that? he been in that for seven years. I touched jail three days. I can't think about that for seven years. Ain't no way. And albeit there are costly mistakes that you've learned your lesson on. But you in there with yourself and your thoughts. Simple as that. But every time I see Smarter, it's always something that's trying to get this man hemmed up. Whether it's them trying to get him to drink, whether it's a female talking about, oh, he act like he don't know me and stuff like that. Hey, man. Hey, look. This man been out of jail for just a minute. And also, like, with Rowdy, like, he's been out of jail for me. Like, just because Rowdy, I think he about been out maybe a little more than two months, two or three months. Hey, man, but lead them out of situations where they can get hemmed up again. They under the ire of police, FBI, all type of shit. On top of the fact that they had gang charges and shit like that. But then what I seen, you know, courtesy of Hot New Hip Hop on Instagram. And I got, you know, and I'm never one to care about likes and shit like that. I just, you know, the notoriety, you know, the respect and stuff like that. Y'all fuck me. Y'all fuck me. I appreciate it. You know, you like, you repost, you view, you listen. That's all the appreciation in the world that I could ask for. If y'all want to subscribe, if you want to you know, send something to me monetarily to see me grow and stuff like that, that's respect, and I appreciate it. But I'm never one to really give a shit about likes. But I went on Instagram, a hot new hip-hop page, and I seen, you know, they were trying to present Bobby Smarter with some kicks. And it was some Air Force Ones, you can tell by the box if you a shoe Connoisseur, you know that gray box. You know, Air Force One, O seven. And that's another thing before I go back to the story. When did just the O seven version of the Air Force One become just the Air Force One to get in the one that they sell? Like what's so significant about it? If my mind serves me correctly, um There was a time where, you know, Air Force One had a 25th anniversary, but, and I want to say, was one, like 25th anniversary either was in 08 or 09. Why wouldn't it be like the 9 version? What was so significant about the 07 model of the Air Force One that is a repeated seller? And why I can't go to the fucking store and get a pair of white, low Air Force Ones Years ago, y'all niggas ain't never. I ain't wasn't even thinking about wearing that force ones. These fucking shits was eighty dollars. Now they ninety. Inflation it's like, it's like, the shits got higher when y'all niggas started, fucking with them. And you seen X, Y, and Z wearing. For you new model niggas, I know Herbo probably got you all wearing Air Force Ones. Because that's pretty much, the low Air Force Ones, that's pretty much all they wear. So now y'all yeah, call them G. Faso. It's like, huh? Like, okay. All right. Cool. But I just always want to know that. Why is the 07 model, the Air Force One, <laughs> the one that they sell in stores? Back to my story. With just the Air Force money in itself, I'm 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 lost why you would put Crip colors on there. A Crip flag on there. Where the fuck would you do that? You this, you know, you know this nigga was under, was in jail for game charges. Why would you do that? No, nah, because y'all want to see this man get hemmed up. He like shit. This nigga gonna take it regardless. You know what I'm saying? But I'd be smart enough. He quick time. He ain't, he not taking the first thing he see. So when you presented it to him, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Rabbi Shmurdy, you know what I'm saying? Shmurdy, we got, you know, GS9. We, 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 we're trying to show how much you know about the man, but you wouldn't do that fuck shit to sit there and present it, present Air Force Ones to him with gang colors on it. Why you can, you know what I'm saying, just present them, you know, Air Force Ones with... Smurl or whatever, gs now whatever, whatever, something. but He gave him Crip Air Force Ones. <laughs> Why? And y'all yeah, made them with the sold impression, like, these shits going to rock and all this shit. No, 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 no. If you made them, do you really know what that color stands for? Do you know what, what Crip really is about? Probably not. You're just doing it for notoriety. Again, you're just doing it to get clicks, and you don't know Bobby Smyrna going to take him because he Bobby Smurder and he just got out of jail. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm showing it. No, nah, you're not showing him respect because ain't nobody would do that shit. But when I put when I, when I said that and I was in my post, is like, you know, the shit that people do is almost like, They know this man, they trying to get this man hand up and thrown back in jail because it's shit that people do, you know what I'm saying, trying to get him fucked up. They do incriminating stuff. Why? What is the point of sitting here and legit giving this man these particular kicks? with These particular colors. Cause you want the police, everybody, to legit see what he's doing, and he's like, look, look, this nigga gang Air Force Ones. He gonna wear them. Know the police on these social medias. They looking for any and everything to put this man back in jail. He did the ultimate loyal thing by sitting there and staying in jail longer for some. For his man to sit there and get a lesser sentence, ask me if your homeboy to the right is gonna do that. Ask your homeboy to the left, would he do that? Let that simmer for a minute. Honestly, ask your homeboy if he gonna sit there. And take two more years of being in jail for you. You the one that got double digit years. Y'all boy sitting there and say, nah. I'm supposed to get on a five. Nah. I take seven if Rowdy take and give Rowdy seven. I'm not gonna take my five and Rowdy get fourteen. None of you niggas is not gonna do that shit. I can answer that shit for you. Stop calling these niggas your big bros. Cause they ain't. <laughs> Real shit. But y'all honestly y'all really need to stop doing this incrimination. Shit. And that's just in general. Like if you know a nigga trying to, you know, get away from his old ways and shit, trying to stop putting him in situations that's gonna get him fucked up do no, nobody, nobody want to go back to jail. So the little chick that's trying to hem him up, hey man, go somewhere. We respect all women around here, no gimmicks. But just, you know what I'm saying? If Schmurter did his thing, okay, he been out. He, he, he been out just a hot minute. Seven years, he ain't have none of that type of attention, so... If you felt like it was something and it wasn't, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully he ain't, ain't take it forever with I like he ain't knowing and stuff like that. But just, you know, of course with that, that's an intimate thing. So we can't, I can't tell bro what to do behind closed doors, but, you know, be careful with that. <laughs> you know, but you niggas out here trying to pass a nigga drink, pass a nigga blunt, pass a nigga some shoes with some gang covers on it and y'all on some fuck shit and y'all need to stop all that shit cause that's stupid that doesn't make any sense for you to present him with something that can get him, get eyes on him to sit there and be back in jail for just touching anything <laughs> so yeah just saying on the sports. Um, I can't say enough how much Alex Smith means more to Washington and NFL than anything. And of course I'm not being biased because I'm from Washington and I like the team with no name. But I just have to appreciate the man for what he did. You tell me what type of person comes back from 17 surgeries on his leg to the point where he almost lost his leg, lost his life to play in the game two years after that. On top of all that, when, you know, play at. The level that he did before he got injured. To legit help a team that was had a losing record go to the playoffs. And nearly beat the team that won the Super Bowl. If not for the defense. In which they, you know... With development and growth and being there for a long period of time. Honestly... To me, if they would have been around each other longer, they would have been able to not have Tampa Bay win that game because they only won by a touchdown in that playoff game. 7-9 team with a fourth-string backup quarterback. But they won the Super Bowl, so it's neither here nor there. Um... By Alex Smith retired. Um, I don't think it was the right thing to do, since they're not causing any further, whatever further things. And I'm seeing a lot of athletes taking the road of health first, longevity second. I mean, year after you see people like you know your favorite player retire after maybe like seven seasons or nine seasons. When back in the day, you know, back in the day they were retired fifteen, twenty years. Not stand now. There's no not Tom Brady. Tom Brady has a regiment. Tom Brady has never, with an exception of the 07 season when he tore his ACL, but have never been hurt. Always had a defensive line. I mean, an offensive line that keep him protected going to take a shot or two. I mean, of course he's going to take a shot. This the NFL. You're not invincible. It's not like you're not going to get touched. But he's playing another year. 16 seasons. Very serviceable quarterback. Um, ushered in Patrick Mahomes when he was in Kansas City. You yeah. know did serviceable work for Washington when you know, when he could. Of course being injured, not playing for like almost two seasons. What can you do? Jordan Reed as well. Very tough tight end for Washington for years. Um injuries, concussions. Hey like Nobody want to deal with that and don't want to deal with the lingering and long-term effects of that. So he retired after seven seasons. Um, appreciate what y'all did for Washington football team. Uh, albeit, of course, we didn't maybe we didn't win a lot of games, and go to the playoffs and all that. Y'all did great work. Appreciate it. Let me talk about the good old boy, fucking Brett Favre. This is crazy because as a person who liked football, I like Brett Favre. I like the gunslinging, take a risk, throw it downfield, see what happened type shit that Brett Favre used to do for Green Bay. He always seemed like he was... He was a country boy, but he always understood what type of whatever, you know what I'm saying? Understood his surroundings, read the room, mean, like Green Bay. You know, it's just like a silly country boy. Cool. Well, now, the silly country boy opens his mouth, and the silly country ways have spewed out stupid shit. Now, in the past, Brett Favre said certain things and endorsement for 45. And now, spewing out more stupid shit. Oh, I don't think Derek Chauvin intentionally meant to keep his leg on George Floyd's neck. Number one, you you miss a great point. What the fuck are you using that much excessive force for? Number two, shut up. Because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And number three, when did anybody ask your silly ass about social commentary? When did we look for you to gauge what is intentional or unintentional? When did we look for you to gauge excessive force from police on black people? We didn't, Jack. We never asked you. So, I'm not with all that cancel culture shit. I think that shit is just like a fad. Now, certain shit should not give, should not have a platform. Certain people should not have a platform. (coughs) Candace Owens. Um, But Brett Favre should not have a platform. I don't care that he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't care what you did for Green Bay. I don't care with him being a turncoat and going to Minnesota Vikings. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care how many times in one year that he would retire and unretire, and I'm a Green Bay Packer, and now I'm a Viking, and now I'm a Jet, and now I'm this and I'm that, or I'm coaching my high school football team, or I'm endorsing microtouch. Nobody give a fuck about that shit. You open your mouth, you say some dumb shit, now shut up. People have memories of you on that Monday night game in 2003 when your father passed and you was playing Oakland and you bust their ass and you threw for over 300 yards. That, hey People can appreciate that. White, black, whatever. But see, now what you're doing is you're spewing rhetoric and you're sounding stupid. Now people forget about that and you know rest in peace with your father. Not talking about the dead, but you said some stupid shit. Now they're looking at you like, you need to shut the fuck up. because it ain't even about football no more. It's not about being a a Green Bay Packer great. It's not about you and how you hating on Aaron Rodgers when he got drafted. What are you talking about football? Just talking about what the fuck you say out your mouth. (sighs) Moving on with Sports. KD needs to delete all of his social media. And don't get me wrong, I fucks with Kevin Durant, man. If not for those three years that he was in Golden State, yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't. You go to a team that won 73 games. It's like he reminded me of Kenny Thompson on, I think that was Barbershop 2, when he was working with. He was working in Calvin's Barbershop and then he went across the street. But then them niggas closed down and then he tried to creep his ass. Nah, Jack, stay old. Turncoat ass over there. I'm not. And Katie's a great player. I know no, I respect you. Katie's a great player. And. Prior to KD, Kyrie, and all that, I always took a liking to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Maybe because I like the colors. Players that they had, I feel like... Brooklyn Nets was like... You know, they was New Jersey, but they was like... Once they got to Brooklyn, they were scrappy. They was always kind of... They still was always in contention now. Might have a few losing seasons until they got... A few players and they got some pieces, but they it always felt like Brooklyn always stayed in contention. Rather, than if it was a time where they traded half of Boston to Brooklyn and 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 KG and you know Paul Pierce and then Joe Johnson and all of them was there and stuff like that. It you know it's just Brooklyn was just scrappy, man. And and don't get me wrong, man. I love the fact that the Knicks are in in. in, in in playoff contention and they balling because the nba needs stuff like that um i think the lakers are overrated i think 80 is injury prone uh you know what i'm saying they saying that Dennis the was saying that homeboy said the nets and four and the Nets and four. my ass i don't know lebron I, there'll be a good championship but i like Brooklyn. and not because kyrie james harden and katie's there i like brooklyn for a minute. I've been watching Brooklyn for a minute. Even when they had, like, they was bubbling, they had D'Angelo Russell as sitting there playing to his level when he was at Ohio State because, you know, them niggas wasn't letting him get the ball in L.A. because he was a snitch, but... (sighs) Ain't like he stitched on nobody at a murder or something like that. Still, he broke got code, but he know how to play ball. And let's get past that shit. Like, you know, Nick Young can't get past it because Nick Young is not playing. He don't have nothing to do but wear tennis shoes and get bullied by Gilbert Arenas. But it's, it's neither here nor there. Um, Katie just needed to just stop. Delete your Twitter. Delete your burner accounts. Delete them, <laughs> cause you, you cause it's like me and from DC land, bro. You just like a petty DC nigga, like and come on now. You just like don't fuck with that nigga anyway, trash anyway, mo trash mo trash anyways. Fuck you, time up. You know what I'm saying? Does he, he just like a a, a a petty DC nigga? And I I ain't got no problem with it, but you know. Looking at it, the NBA like, uh, like, don't do that. Don't say that. Steph gotta play like this because the Warriors are flip flop. He really needs Clay Thompson. <laughs> he really needs Clay Thompson. And Kelly Oubre probably gonna get traded after this year. Y'all not for nothing, Kelly Oubre was put into a situation where he was supposed to be the 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 second man. No, Kelly Oubre is not the second man. That man is like the third, your third or fourth option. When I mean, he was in Washington, he was young, he was raw, but he was a beast. You can tell he's a beast because there's been things that he's done this season that made him look like a beast, he or a growing beast, like. Give him. I mean, he only been in the league. What Kelly Oubre got drafted in twenty seventeen to sixteen, I believe. Um, He only been in the league for a number of years, and let him develop a game. Like when he was in Phoenix, I felt like he was good in Phoenix with Devin Booker and stuff like that because they was a young team. Look at Phoenix now. If it was there with Chris Paul and them, that boy would be balling. They have a complete team, young nucleus. Chris Paul's basketball IQ is above above average. <laughs> it's efficient. It's proficient. It's prolific. It's elite. Everywhere Chris Paul would go, he makes everybody better. Nobody gonna take that away from him first battle of the Hall of Famer. I just need him to get a chip. That's all. I, that's one person I want to get a championship, Chris Paul. If he would have stayed with Phoenix, man, Kelly O'Reilly would be balling. But he went to Golden state where he was supposed to be like the second option. This. Staffing that, that's not him yet. It's not him yet. <sighs> I just feel like What Steph doing is making – he got to do what he had to do to get his team to not look like losers. Hey, I respect him for what KD said. Kendrick Perkins. Like, y'all, chill out, chill out, chill out. Let that man work because you're seeing 2016 Curry. Now, none of y'all, none of y'all could have stopped. None of y'all could stop. Hey, should know. Saturday night game. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. Saturday night game, ABC 2016. OKC was in, in-, in- Golden State. like They was the two best teams They balling out. Thunder had a chance to win the game. Curry ass shooting from half court. The corner where they take sideline where they take the ball out and stuff like that. He's shooting from everywhere, banging shots and stuff like that. This man that came back won the game. You don't want to see that type of Curry. Cause that's how he playing. He gonna keep on playing like that. You can't you can't say you can't tell famous Lowe's nothing different that Curry ain't playing like twenty sixteen. That man loved the Warriors. I'm just saying, don't say, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing about that, man. Just leave that man alone. Katie, when you get injury-free, you good, man. We know what time it is, too, man. It's all good. Yeah, all y'all, all three of y'all can come back to the playoffs. All three of y'all can come. Ready me in the playoffs. Kyrie is on a mission. He's on a mission from God. I lied, and nobody's going to take that away from him. Rama nine, he ain't got time. Steve Nash ain't gonna stop him. You know, James, we, he gonna get back. All three y'all, they gonna be ready for the playoffs. Once the playoffs happen, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, man. I but I don't know how the playoffs gonna be. It's gonna be something crazy, bro. And uh, and I don't mind watching it. Don't mind watching it at all. <laughs> oh, man. So, all in all, I know I I talked about a few things here. I just wanted to <coughs> talk, you know, it's a rainy and And honestly, this is just like a rainy day type of thing. This is me and my thoughts and just. You know, just a few little bullet points I wanted to talk about. Little things I wanted to talk about. Oh, man, slime uh, music. Let me talk about music real quick before I finish up. Slime language, too. What y'all think? The man ain't even let the thing breathe. He came out with a deluxe. Eight more songs. Now, that's a collective that can make a lot of noise. And if you follow music, rap music, you know what I'm saying? You have Thuggy, you have Gunner. You know what I'm saying? Lil' Got It. Lil' Key. You know what I'm saying? Slime Life, Sordiac, Got It. All of them. You know what I'm saying? All of them. All slime language, man. It's good. Collectives. I always like collectors Albums. From group artists, label, you get a chance to hear other people, and then it's like, <clears throat> you know the main ones. You know, you got you know you got Thugger, you got Gunner, you got Key, and you got Got it, and you Got, got it, and Slam Life Shorty, and, and all this and all that, and. The ones you don't listen to as much, you're like, oh damn, bro, 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 verse was Hold on, it. let me go back and listen to. It. it gives you a chance to listen to different people. So collective albums, I like. Everybody gonna be your favorite, but you just might find another favorite out of collective. I mean, when I first in the first line, I'm like, that's how I felt about a Little Key. Albeit most people sitting there and say that, I mean, you know, Thug and Gunner and keys sound the same. But, you know, every, everybody different. Everybody's a little different. I feel like Thug is thugger, Gunner is a South Mace. You know, if you listen to Mace and you're in my age range, you understand what Mace was. And that bad boy era, he was talking that fly shit. I think that's what Gunner is. Kid is coming up in the ranks. He, you know, he just rap about what he rap about. And I actually find when he gets aggressive and he be, hey, it's different. I fuck with it. But, um, that's pretty good, man. Y'all go listen to Slime Life, Slime Language, too. It's pretty good. I like the Drake. The, um,. Drake feature on there. I think that was with Gunner, thugging. Like that. Appreciate that I can appreciate that. Uh, yeah, man. Uh and that's my music pick for today. So other than that, hopefully y'all enjoyed this. Hopefully y'all was able to wash the dishes or wash clothes or clean up vacuum, sweep, mop, fold clothes, wash ass, whatever the case may be to this another episode man hope y'all enjoyed till next time y'all be safe wear a jacket when you're in the rain you can take it for however you want to take that Yeah, have a good one